All right, Maddie, we've got the crop starting to come in, I guess, in some northern parts and, and western, uh, northern Western Australia. We've looked at the yield forecast. Um, it looks closer to reality, although we had some frost impacts along the way. But over to you to detail um, all that's playing out now that our harvest is very close. Yeah, it's actually not too much of a change from a couple of months ago in that global prices are looking really strong. The domestic harvest is also looking very strong, a few localised weather issues. But in general, we're looking to be on track to the second largest uh, crop harvest on our record. So all looking up from that perspective. I'll go into that with, in a little bit more detail in a minute, but I'll start off with global prices again, as we usually do, because this is a globalised industry. Um, they're on the way up again, essentially, as a result of the US and Canadian drought and the and Northern Hemisphere dry conditions, um, there's concerns left, right and centre about supply. So at the end of uh, last month, the USDA released their small grains report into the US harvest, um, and it showed that it's they're expecting the smallest US wheat harvest since 2002. So that's in real uh, rumblings to the industry, um, and the future market surged as a result. And it also uh, fed through to uh, concerns over its stocks because US stocks for wheat uh, fell almost 20% or were forecast to fall almost 20%, corn down 36% and soybean down about 51%. So that feeds through all sorts of sectors in the in prices and in, uh, through to Australian production. It's an interesting one though because the industry seems to be very nervous and prices seem to be going up regardless. So behind that USDA report on the US harvest is the USDA forecast into the international market. And that actually says an increase in, in, in global supply of wheat. So in the middle of September, the USDA released their international report and that showed an increase of about 3.4 million tonne in global supply and that was weighed off against the US fall about of about 1.4 million tonne in forecast for um, US wheat. So despite that, prices are still on the way up. So obviously it's a very nervous industry at the moment. Um, so that increase in, in production uh, globally is mainly coming from Australia but also from China and India and a few other places like that. It is notable not coming from Canada, Russia or the US, uh, where, where consumption is uh, sorry production is down. And that's probably the issue that it's the, the real major exports that are having bad seasons in the, at the moment and they're the one and that's the reason why the industry is very, very nervous. Um, that's also uh, playing out into uh, expectations for 2022 with expectations for plantings in Russia and the US uh, looking to be lower. So we're not actually really, expecting a, a mass turnaround as uh, farmers plant wheat to take advantage of the strong prices across the globe because actually grains have strong prices across the board, whether it be for barley or canola or sorghum, the prices are all looking fairly, fairly strong. Um, so if we go quickly across to uh, our domestic market, as I said, the ABS has forecast the second highest crop in Australian history, second only to last year's. Uh, we're having a few glitches. Uh, WA, there were some dry and frosty conditions, which seem to have taken a few a, a bit off the harvest forecast. Um, but those rains that came through recently um, provided a strong finish to much of the eastern seaboard. So it looks it looks quite strong. Um, and regardless, it's it's going to be a very very good year. Maybe with some localized localized impacts. 
Then we might move to canola quickly. Canola is expected to have a record crop this year. Um, prices are, as everyone knows, through the roof. Um, global stocks are down about 25% um, this year, so there's obviously a huge pressure in supply. Add to that the rising crude oil price, which is increasing demand for vegetable oils, um, including canola um, for biofuel. Um, and a lot of soybean, um, which is a substitute for canola, is going off to, to biofuel. So it's all looking very strong for, um, for canola. Barley also looking for, um, at the third highest crop in Australia's uh, history. Um, and again, barley prices are doing incredibly well, primarily off the back of Chinese demand um, as they, their pig herd recovers from African swine fever. Now, obviously, the Chinese buying isn't coming to Australia, but they are taking up a lot of that global pool and that global pool is is uh, dramatically reduced, so that's pushing prices higher across the board. So for the second year, I guess we see barley escape what might have been when it came to the concentration risk we were carrying to China um, and the dilemma confronted by not being able to access that market. I guess the follow-up season uh, in the Northern Hemisphere is going to be super critical here where um, you've got you've got record production along with record price almost in a few commodities, key ones being canola uh, mainly. And, you know, the, 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 if you had confidence in production going forward, there are still probably some really good price opportunities to be seen. 